another struggle, another obstacle, another problem. Ain't no telling where I'm about to go. Ain't no telling what I'm about to do. But I don't need you telling me what I need to do or who I need to be. Just let me be free. Rate, subscribe, and share. <laughs> Good morning, Jesters. Good morning, Jestettes. Good morning, fellow Jesterians. Good morning, Mr. Pickle. I love you. I miss you. Oh, it's a great day, man. Well, it is. It's a great day. I'm not in the best of moods because uh, I've been arguing here at home. Ah, uh, it's, uh, I, I don't know, man. I, I just, I don't know what to make of it, man. Like, I feel, if you're in a relationship, each person should put a little into the relationship. And I just, I don't feel that's the case. But we're not, we're not going to go into it because... Ah, life's a bitch, man. <laughs> you just gotta adapt and overcome, man. I gotta come up with a solution. What is that solution? I don't know. I don't know. Well, I don't know. It, it needs to be fixed, but I don't know how it's gonna happen. So, fuck it. We'll just live until we die. <laughs> oh, shit, man. I just thought about this when I moved to Erie, Pennsylvania. Man, I I, I loved I, I loved Erie, man. Erie was a good place. I, there was this bar, I think it was called Park Place. One night a week, they'd have like 25 cent beer. 25 cent, you know, you get a tray full of fucking little cups. And, uh, wow. I got drunk as fuck. And then Sundays... I'd go play poker. They'd have uh, a poker game, free dinner, just come to play. Uh, that was a good time, man. I think we should do something like that here. That would be awesome. I should work. I should figure that out, man. I should figure that out. What? Uh, I wonder if there's a business that would accommodate that. Hmm. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder. I wonder. And then there was this, uh, I worked with a dude named Ian. He was a good dude. And then there's this one girl, uh, I called her Tex, I forget her name. Sexy little Mexican. And, uh, <laughs> she ended up fucking Ian. And, uh, <laughs> we worked out this plan. I'm like, man, I'd like... I'd like to get in on that. And he's like, well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to, you're going to drop us off. You're going to go home, take a shower, get clean, and then come back to my house. We'll be fucking on the couch. You just come in the door and we'll see what happens. So I did it. And guess what happened? <laughs> she ran upstairs and got dressed. <laughs> I was a fat fuck back then, man. I was a little bitch. Uh, but I was learning, man. I was young. I was dumb. And just, 
hey, that's that's how you learn. You just do stupid shit, and then you learn how to handle those situations when you're in them, man. Good shit. I'd let uh, some dude just... Random dude, I had no idea who he was, just drive my car. Motherfucker blew it up. The motherfucker blew it up. So guess what? I don't let people drive my car now. <laughs> that was so fucking fucked. Oh, that was an idiot. That was a that was a Buick Skylark, is what that was. And uh, man, it was crazy. See, and I kind of fucked the dude over that sold me that car too. And I, that was a dickhead move on my part. I feel horrible. Oh, but hey, live and learn, man. I wasn't always perfect. <laughs> I wasn't always perfect. <laughs> Good shit. Why not? Why not, right? Fuck yeah. Oh man, it's been it's been one of those days, man. Oh, one of those last four days have been kind of five last week. We'll say we'll say the last week has been kind of. Odd. Odd, I'd say. A lot of transitions, a lot of things changing. Ugh. It's just roll with the punches, baby. Roll with the motherfucking punches. Uh. Oh, well. Oh, well. I guess we just gotta fucking let it ride. I'm, just, I'm all in my fucking head. Oh, bitches and hoes, man. Bitches and hoes. But now what we can do is we can just, because, man, it's just one of those things you got to do, I guess. Now we will get into the UFC. If I can get this fucker to work. There we go. Let's see what NPR is trying to sell us today with their bullshit. <laughs> Let me tell you about ToTheCloudVaporStore.com That's where I got this lovely vaporizer that you're hearing in the background. Go check out ToTheCloudVaporStore.com and check out all the toys that they have on there. It's an amazing site. And at checkout, use code JESTER to save 15% on your order. Now, let's get back to the show. in. About 150,000 new cases are still being reported every single day in the U.S. Oh, and more than 666,000 people in this country have died from COVID. That's I, one in every 500 of us. I, yeah, that, us that's a fucking lie. Because the death rate is 99.97%. No, I'm sorry. Whoa. No. Whoa. Dumbass. You're such a dick. The survivability rate is 99.97%. So, what they're fucking telling you, one in every 500 of us, well, does that work out? No, it doesn't fucking work out. So, fuck you, man. That You can't, the numbers are all fucking skewed. We've known that since, from the jump, because there used to be that joke I used to have. My friend jumped out of an airplane, man, skydiving. His parachute didn't open up. But luckily for him... He died of COVID before he hit the ground. I mean, Jesus fucking Christ, his numbers 
are all fucking lies. Everything about this shit is lies. The government is lying to you. The CDC is lying to you. The FDA is lying to you. They're all lying to you because they can make money. That's all it is, man. They're fucking corrupt. This whole fucking system is corrupt. But let's keep on listening to their bullshit. Come on. Health correspondent Rob Stein. Rob, the situation sounds and seems pretty grim. Uh, walk us through, please, if you could. Yeah, it does sound grim if it were true. It would be grim. Yeah, but it's not fucking true, you dumb. About 150,000 people are still catching hmm. the virus every day. More than 96,000 are so sick they're in the hospital. And more than 1,800 people are still dying every day from COVID-19. I don't believe it. You're a fucking liar. COVID-19 doesn't kill people. Complications from COVID-19 is what kills people. So, comorbidities is what's going to fucking kill you. Be healthy. Be wise. Be smart. And don't listen to these motherfuckers who are lying to you. That's still not nearly as bad as things got during the darkest days of last winter, but it's still pretty awful. You're pretty and fucking no awful, you douchebag. still be taking this kind of toll, you know, especially so many months after we all thought the vaccines would be like the cavalry riding to our rescue. Yeah, but they're not a vaccine, you dumb bitch. Jesus. They're not a vaccine. Really stunningly bad. I mean, 150, 160,000 Americans getting infected every single day. It's really stunning. I don't believe this it, but who cares? Because they're not dying, and it's most of them aren't even getting fucking sick. The incredibly Mo effective vaccines made <sighs> so much of this totally preventable, even in the face of the Delta variant. So where is this headed? I mean, are things oh just going to go from bad to worse yet again? Yeah, that's what everybody's wondering, right? You know, every parent in America is holding their breath, hoping their kids are going to stay in school. Every worker is wondering what's going to happen with their jobs. And, you know, there is a glimmer of hope. It actually looks like the surge may have hit a peak and could be finally starting to subside, at least for now. Oh, you think? Oh, yeah. <laughs> at least for now, until they, they, they need something else to scare you about. Then they'll bring that back in. Jesus Christ. This is, this is fucking ridiculous. This, this whole... The whole fucking last year and a half was a goddamn scam to fucking make money. And it fucked over how many of these fucking small business owners because of these motherfuckers wanted to make money on this goddamn bullshit just to keep fucking lying to you and just... 99.97% chance of living if you get COVID. These motherfuckers are lying to you. Because ivermectin is a perfect fucking uh, treatment of COVID. So is hydrochloroquine. But no, they try to demonize it because they can't have any other treatments. Otherwise, this vaccine loses its emergency status. Especially as the days get shorter and the temperatures get colder and people retreat back indoors. At least there was a nugget of good news there. Now, what we're seeing are these Oh. The FDA is uh, pushing ahead on whether or not to approve boosters. Where does that stand? Yeah, you know, there's a lot of interest in boosters because of the Delta variant and, and evidence. No, the no, there isn't. There isn't but because you guys are fucking idiots. Around the Biden administration's plan to start giving everyone boosters starting in less than a week. Does that really make sense if the vaccines still look good at keeping people out of the hospital and keeping them alive? Is it right to give Americans third shots when most of the world is still desperate for their first shot? You know, FDA advisors will be debating all that tomorrow. Oh my god. Uh, NPR, Who no the fuck cares about this goddamn shot?
The U.S. is about to change a decades-long tradition of keeping a tight hold on its nuclear-powered submarines. Right. For the past 60 years, Washington has shared its technology with just one other country, the U.K. But now it's making a new security pact with both Great Britain and Australia. Here to explain what it's all about is NPR White House correspondent Franco Ordonez. Uh, Franco, why is the U.S. taking this rare step? Well, so this is a new defense partnership called AUKUS. The leaders talked yesterday about the need to work together to address security threats. And they said the three nations you know share values and have historical ties. Do you know what's kind of funny about this whole thing? This right here? This uh, partnership with Australia? Great. Awesome. Why not? But the thing is, you see, Australia is under severe lockdown because of this goddamn COVID bullshit as well. So, gee, that's why we're partnering up with them, because they can make we can make money off of their people, too. That is so awesome, huh? We can keep their people in fear, too, and we can make money off of them, and we can ruin their lives the same way as we're ruining the American lives. Fucking Jesus Christ. Well, here's how President Biden put it. Because we all recognize the imperative. Fuck you, illegitimate Joe. You just you grind my nerves every time you fucking now, talk. Cause you're a fucking idiot. Said was China, but you know it's clear that this is intended to respond to escalating tensions in the South China Sea. That's a major shipping lane. Oh, now we're back to the South China Sea, huh? China has been building military outposts on several small reclaimed islands. So. There. And the president has repeatedly so? stated that he sees China as the biggest geopolitical threat. Well, that's because Biden is a goddamn dementia-ridden fool. Right. China's embassy in Washington, uh, they're not happy. They told Reuters that the countries need to, quote, shake off their Cold War mentality. I yeah. spoke with Bonnie but, Glazer. But, but you see, that's the thing. Biden is from the Cold War because he's an old-ass motherfucker. He's an old-ass man. Fuck dementia, Joe, man. He does doesn't have any goddamn connection to reality. See what he's talking He's talking about Cold War. Fuck, this is bullshit, man. Cold War was what in the seventies before I was fucking born, or was that the? I don't know when the fucking Cold War was, but it was fucking. Let's right, ended in the eighties when Reagan said. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. I think. I think. But again, that was a long ass fucking time ago. There was some anger about this deal from France. So, what can you tell us about that? Yeah, this new deal means that Australia is actually canceling an order for French submarines. The French <laughs> minister was very angry and complained that France was excluded, calling this a, quote, lack of coherence given its work in the Indo-Pacific region. And he said this... Re so, uh, the Australians were going to buy some subs from France. But then they changed their mind and they, they're buying them from the U.S., I wonder why. Maybe ours are better. Or maybe they got fucking strong, strong armed into buying shit from us so I, we can make money. Because that's really all they fucking want to care about. Enforces the need for Europe to actually become more autonomous. Alright, so what happens next with these subs? So there are a lot of details to be worked out. They think it will take 18 months to hold these talks and work with the International Atomic Energy Agency, the IAEA, which oversees all things nuclear. 
The leaders were very clear yesterday, though, that these are not nuclear-armed submarines, but nuclear-powered submarines. They're faster and more stealthy, and they can stay underwater longer than conventional subs. They will be built in Australia, but British Prime Minister Boris Johnson oh. said they would create jobs in his country, too. Biden and Morrison will meet next week at the White House with another group that's aimed at China. That group's known as the Quad. Leaders from India and Japan will be oh. there, too. And this is all happening as now, President Biden... Now, I, now we switch from Russia back to China. I see, we're always at war with somebody. With we're always at war with somebody. 1984. Biden talked about his goal of focusing on China. NPR's Franco. Well, because Biden's an old ass man ridden with dementia. Seventy-one degrees and cloudy. A beautiful little store down in the heart of Lakewood, New York, at 50 Chautauqua Avenue. Or you can find them at 710andcloudy.com, where they have smoking deals on your smoking accessories they have glass they have smell good they have dab rigs posters they have apparel they have everything get your sessions with the gesture shirts there it's an awesome little store make sure you use code sWed10 at checkout save 10 percent off your order now let's get back to the show segment we note that we will be discussing sexual abuse the testimony on capitol hill yesterday was both angry and anguished four usa gymnastics athletes said law enforcement including the fbi ignored them and lied about them when they said they were abused by former team doctor and convicted sex offender larry nassar simone biles was one of the women who testified to be clear i blame larry nassar and i also blame an entire system that enabled and perpetrated his abuse. Joining us now is Marissa Kwiatkowski. She's an investigative journalist for USA Today who began covering the abuse scandal years ago at the Indianapolis Star. Marissa, it's been six years since uh, USA Gymnastics heard the first allegations, and it's been five years since you and other journalists at the uh, Indianapolis Star began reporting on this. Listening to yesterday's testimonies, what stood out to you? What lawmakers heard yesterday was the continued frustration of survivors who felt that their allegations against Larry Nassar had not been taken seriously enough. They had been calling for change and calling for accountability for the failures of USA Gymnastics, of the U.S. Olympic and Paralympic Committee, and of the FBI. Former Olympic uh, gymnast Michaela Maroney, in her testimony, directly blamed the FBI for not acting fast enough to stop uh, Larry Nassar. Um, here's her uh, testimony. What is the point of reporting abuse if our own FBI agents are going to take it upon themselves to bury that report in a drawer? Well, you see, that was your mistake. Going to the FBI, I mean, any government agency is full of corruption and lazy-ass motherfucking people. We're just looking for an easy goddamn paycheck. So if you want something to change, you don't go to a goddamn government facility or government agency. The FBI and its director, Christopher Wray, who also testified defending the Bureau's inaction in this case. FBI Director Christopher Ray, who I, I think it's important to note was not the director at the time that the FBI office had initially received the allegations against Nasser, 
did apologize to survivors yesterday. He said he was deeply and profoundly sorry for the abuse that they had suffered. And he acknowledged that so many different people had let them and their families down. And he specifically addressed the fact that there were people at the FBI who had had a chance to stop him back in 2015 and had failed to do so. And he pledged that they would do everything in their power to ensure... That's the government for you. It's it's any government bureaucracy. Any government agency. Specifically, what they talked about during the hearing was the recommendations from the Inspector General's report. The Inspector General had made a number of recommendations to both reassess and clarify policies as to how such cases would be handled and how they would coordinate with other law enforcement agencies. Okay, yesterday's hearing was uh, part of a congressional effort to hold the FBI accountable for missteps in investigating this abuse. How are lawmakers trying to achieve that? Lawmakers have been continuing to call for accountability as well. And what you heard yesterday, both during the hearing and after the hearing, is lawmakers saying that they thought there should be a criminal investigation into the actions of some of these officials, or I should say what they perceive as the inaction. There should be, but there won't be. In the end, though, survivors and their families just still looking for answers. What's it going to take to get those answers? Well... As Ellie Raisman said in her testimony, you know, she said that she believes that there should be an independent investigation that goes back decades and that should look at the actions of the FBI and USA Gymnastics and the U.S. Olympic and Paralympic Committee. And what she said during the hearing was that they could speculate on reasonings, but why do so when the facts are obtainable and that the stakes are so high? USA Today investigative journalist Marissa Kwiatkowski. Thank you very much. Thank you. And that is the UFC for September 16th, 2021. Do you want to become part of the conversation? It's easy. Just go to anchor.fm forward slash NORAD. That's N-O-R-R-O-D. And uh, tell me your opinion. Make a contribution. I'll put you on the podcast. Let me tell you a little bit about Shine On Botanicals. Shine On Botanicals is a family-run hemp farm. They grow the hemp so they can grow the cleanest, purest medicine that they know for their son, who has suffered a traumatic, debilitating brain injury. They make it so he can have access to the purest medicine that they know. And now they want to bring it to you because it's an awesome product. I've been using it for months. We have anything from human tinctures to pet tinctures. CBD roll-on, it's awesome. CBD tinctures are awesome. I feel 20 years younger with all my creaks and groans gone. It's awesome. To place your orders, email the promoting jester at gmail.com. Tell them what you'd be interested in doing. They'll hook it up for you. They'll send you an invoice and everything will be set. Let's get back to the show. These fucking people, man. These fucking people. The COVID numbers. The motherfucking COVID-19 numbers. You know that they're all fucking skewed. You know that they are not at all correct. But they're going to keep spitting them out to you saying, this is happening, this is happening. One in 500 people die 
No. No. No, that's not that's not even close to being true. Not even close to being true. You Because you have a 99.97% chance of surviving COVID-19. Is that equal to 1 in 500? No. How many people... Well, you know what? I can't do the math right now because I I don't fucking know how to do that kind of shit. But I promise you that 1 in 500 people... Is a hell of a lot less. No, wait. I don't even. I. I. I fucking. I'm. I'm. I'm aggravated. I'm. I'm losing my train of thought. Uh. Just know that they're fucking lying to you about this. This whole COVID nonsense was all bullshit. So they're ruining everybody's lives, just so they can know that they have power. That's that's all this was. Was an exercise in power and for them to make money off of your fear. Because they don't fucking care. They're they're dirty. They're fucking just evil fucking people. Like cuz they don't fucking care. They're not all they care about is them. They're narcissists, man. Sociopaths. It's it's fucking scary. It's fucking scary, man. The second story was about how Australian government just fucked over France. They were thinking they were going to get all this money. And then, nope. They ain't going to do shit but buy a submarine from the United States of America. Good old U.S. of A., which is good. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. But... Who's making the money off that? Military contractors. And well, and they're making... They're, Australia, they're making the, the submarines over there. So it's giving Australians work. So who's really making the money off of that, though? Over here in America? It would be only the uh, military contractors. Because there's no labor here in, in the U.S. Because they're all being made there. So, hmm. How does that make you feel? That the only people making money off of that are goddamn military contractors. Uh, it it is what it is, man. I mean, it's <laughs> fucking bastards. Oh, and the final story was about the sexual assault in the gymnasts uh, section of the uh, the gymnastics sexual assault, and how the FBI. Uh, didn't follow through, didn't, really didn't do anything. Didn't do anything, and now they're being investigated. Uh, Is anything going to come of it? Probably not. Probably not. I wouldn't get your hopes up. Oh, man. Motherfuckers. It's a goddamn government agency, man. They, They don't give a fuck about the people. Like I said, they only care about money. They only care about money. Ah. What a fucking day, man. What a fucking day. So let's see what uh, Mr. Ben Davidson has to say, shall we? 
Let's see what space weather is going to be for September 16th, 2021. Good morning, Mr. Ben. Good morning, folks. We're saying goodbye to an active region on the sun. But soon, we'll say hello to solar wind enhancements. We've got harsh words today, but don't worry, we'll be a bit nice too. Starting with our star at spaceweathernews.com, we find the last 24 hours were very quiet. The sunspots are carried to the far side on the south. Coronal holes dominate the Earth-facing disk. The solar wind is currently quiet, but that's not expected to be the case when we speak tomorrow. A coronal hole stream and a small CME, possibly merged, will be arriving over the next day and are expected to produce low-level geomagnetic unrest to a maximum of KP5 or 6, the smaller-level geomagnetic storms. But we should have eyes on the northern incoming plasma filament too. These things haven't been able to wait to jump out of the corona the last few weeks. They'll be facing Earth as we approach the weekend. Folks, we need to begin the rounds in the Atlantic where thousands of you are asking about earthquake swarms in the area and possible volcanic landslide-driven tsunamis coming for the United States coastline. Look, one day it's going to happen, but these are the important quakes at Canary the last 21 years, and then here is the same for Capa Verde. By the way, in the 1990s, a 6.4 struck here. No landslide, no tsunami. As we look at this area for the last day, I can say we have really nothing that scares me. Someday, it'll go. But until then, welcome to an annual scare on the internet. Global Climate Report is out for August, and this is what they're showing everyone. The white color, the unscientifically titled near average. Well, take a look at what happens when you actually go and check if the area was above or below normal. Sort of unfair to just show the public the first one. And speaking of unfair, can't really say I'm going to miss the source mission. Now, Greg Kopp is incredible and did more than what people expected. But at the end of the day, TSI is just no way to judge solar influence on the terrestrial atmosphere, especially not during a period of extreme geomagnetic secular variation. More on that in a moment, but our happy moment of the day is up next. Welcome back, Dr. Pierre-Marie Robitaille. He has been featured in a new documentary, and it appears that more people are listening to these alternative versions of astrophysics and cosmology than they would have us believe. If you're not subscribed, I highly recommend it. I don't do much recommending here, so take note when I do. Up next, be thankful you weren't on Mars when Arabia Terra got scary. Largest volcanic eruptions known in the solar system, and yet, somehow just now becoming mainstream knowledge. The Chinese guest star a thousand years ago has been confirmed to be a nova, another notch on the belt, especially because they see the cloud expanding from a star that's still there. They try to go with the merger explanation, which just helps them sleep at night when they realize how many stars are still there after having a supernova-level blast. Folks, I reported the Xenon-1T result failures to find dark matter, and I didn't give them too much crap for sticking with bad science when they should have known better. But today is going to be a different story. Tossing out the idea that the dark energy particle caused their anomalous results, like trying to analyze a frame of a movie and an actress's random strand of hair. Dark energy particle, eh? It's a force. And frankly, the studies recently saying dark energy is nothing more than magnetic repulsion in the universe are 100% absolutely correct.
As far as humanly possible from absolutely correct is how we describe temperature records, reconstructions, analyses, and forecasts. More here on the swipe against the hottest climate models, the ones they use to scare us and push the new green deal with the devil. By the way, psychotic amounts of snowfall just fell in Greenland at the finale of what was supposed to be their melting season, which may have erased the entire melting season altogether. As Greenland prepares for its colder months, it's just taken a ridiculous increase in snow mass on the island. Now, last but not least, the most important thing on the mid to long range radar the Younger Dryas, Heinrich Event 1, Heinrich Event 2, and the one we've previously identified as being after 2 but before Heinrich Event 3, they're showing up in the African records. And boy, oh boy, after seeing these spotted one by one, one at a time for years, these last two years have brought dozens of these studies identifying numerous events. They're getting better at this. And just in time, we're due for the next one. And since they are driven by major solar cycles, with Earth's weakening magnetic field ongoing in the modern excursion, the world is about to play medieval times for a few millennia. We greatly appreciate your support. We've got wind maps and shots of our star to close. Subscribe and we'll do this all again tomorrow. Right here, but right now at 6 a.m. in the new Valley of the Sun. Eyes open. No fear. Be safe, everyone. Fuck yes, man. Eyes open, no fear. Be safe. Oh, man. I'm trying to kick it, boys. I'm trying to kick it, girls. I'm trying to get it done. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to I'm trying to get happy. I hate that word try. I got to make myself be happy. Because, well, fuck that shit that happened this morning, man. Oh, bitches and hoes. I mean, it... <laughs> It's okay. I'm not going to bore you with it. So let's go on to... Shout out, shout out to the Good News Network. Bah! For the quote of the day. Intelligence is composed mostly of imagination, insight. Things that have nothing to do with reason. Vivian Westwood. Intelligence is composed mostly of imagination and insight. Yes, well, what do you think is going to happen? What do you think is going to happen? Apply that to the knowledge learned. That's what intelligence is. 100%. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. Rate, subscribe, and share. <laughs> so be a better version of yourself. Smoke weed every day and make shit happen.